just grab them in the brisket. So, my conscience did get to me the other day when we did this whole, like, uh, Jan steals ice bit, you know, well, whatever. You do steal well, ice, I know, not a bit. I know I do steal ice. When I when I divulge that secret information about my my life, right? Uh, so I go to the store, like, immediately, like, a couple days later. And in my mind, I'm, I keep thinking about it, right? And then I, I told Blade, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, let me get some ice, too. You know, she's like, uh, one bag or two bags. And I go, oh, just one. And I... How s- many did you take? I got... I got three bags, but listen, I did pay for one, mm-hmm. and then we, we're all masked up, right? We're muffled up. I could have said three. Was this H E B? Nope, it was Kroger's. Hmm. What if uh, when she was ringing it up, she was like, um, "Sir, that will be eighty-five bags of ice." <laughs> for right. all the bags of ice you stole. And you're like, what? No, that was not me. Yeah, like, we have you on video. We have you on video. Right. You're the ice man. <laughs> Either that or go to jail. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I've also, uh, I also did this one, which I thought was really good. Um, I went into the store and purchased like a gas station and purchased uh, like beer and whatever else. And I walk out and I'm like, oh, I forgot ice, right? And I, I walk back in and there's like, there's like six people deep in line. I just yelled at the dude. I was like, Hey man, I'm not waiting in line again. I'm gonna steal your ice now. And the dude was like, he just put his hand in the air. He's like, "All right." <laughs> so I walked outside, grabbed two twenty pounds, threw it in the back of the truck. Boom. Oh, not one, two, two twenty pounds. Yeah. And that's gas station ice. I thought you didn't steal gas station. Well, this ice. is the one up here with the dude that, that somebody told me I couldn't pee that one time. Oh, Brad. Brad. So we're even now. And I told Brad about the uh, podcast as yeah. well. So hopefully he listens to this. Nice. So, yeah. Shout out to Brad. Brad's awesome. Is that the dude with long hey. hair at the gas station? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. That yeah. dude's awesome. So I went back yeah, like cool. I went back like a month later or three weeks later and uh, remembered he was there. And I was like, hey, listen, I uh, I, I was buying ice and then a uh, beer and whatever. And he, I was like, oh, by the way, ring it for, uh, ring it for an extra bag of ice. Because uh, well, only one. Well, I'm not paying for two. <laughs> but we went for an extra bag of ice. Because remember that day I came in here, I got one. He goes, oh, man, don't worry about it. I was like, dude, Brad, you're pretty cool, man. Thank you. Solid. Yep. So, boom. Oh, that's awesome. It's awesome. So they're making you feel better about stealing ice. I think that was just him saying you can have a free bag of ice. Yeah, free bag of ice. Time you come here. I don't pay for ice now. <laughs> I just go there, get ice, and leave. Oh, I don't know, but I love this music video. He said, do whatever you want. So, yeah. Hey, here we are. Here we are, grabbing the brisket podcast, guys. Hey, gals, the people. We appreciate you guys tuning in and listening along. So, how's everybody's week been? Pretty good. Had a little fast uh, King's Beer Garden trip. Oh man, that was fantastic. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, it really was. Uh, I really appreciate the invite. Do how, they? How have, good was it? Do they have Bud Light there? Really good. I don't know. If they I don't, do or I don't not. think yeah. they do. Did anybody ask? No, I was too. No. I would be too ashamed. To ask, yeah, we, to were, be we were drinking good beers. So <laughs> it's, it's on like Texas bucket list. If you're in Texas, coming through, going through in this area, it's like if you want you want a really good place restaurant, it's on that list to go eat at. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. We didn't, but I know they're they're like one of the top ranked. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's listed as like one of the top restaurants in Houston to visit. And so. as far as like Oktoberfests go in in the U.S., I think they're up there when they do their one right of the top there. German restaurants in the United States. Yeah. yeah. 2013, they were the top German restaurant in the United States. Yeah. Nice, nice. So you said that, well, I saw the pictures of the the remodel and stuff like that. So it obviously looks a lot more open Mm -hmm. because I remember just being, I mean, very tiny and cramped in there. Yeah. So, I mean, what's what's the new location? It's definitely more open. They got a lot more space. More contemporary, I guess you would say. Yeah. Yeah. It's, It's definitely more contemporary. 
it did lose a little bit of its like charm for me. Yeah, I think I think bit. what they're saying as far as more contemporary, I think that what they're really actually saying is they sold out. <laughs> no, no, he's trying, he's trying no. to make it more family friendly, and, and he made it more to where anybody you don't have to eat German food now. You can go there, and if you want, get a burger. There's a burger on the menu now. So he sold out. It's an Austrian, Maybe he did. It's an Austrian I, burger, I, though. Maybe it is, but I think it's, it's awesome because you can still get all the same German food. It's all cooked the same way, but they just they just added a lot of twists and stuff. That yeah. it kind of pleases everybody. I, I I appreciate that. I love that, but I feel um, like it's good for now. But another year down the road another year down road from there it's just going to keep going south next thing you're going to have a slide and a little jungle gym <laughs> outside and no, all that not, good stuff i'd be there every week if they had that and i could stick right? my kids in that way exactly <laughs> what i let's talk about the elephant in the room though no more heavy breasted women walking uh, around what they, they got rid of the outfits now yep no more outfits no more german what do you call them Lederhosen? Lederhosen? I don't know. That's don't for the that's men. A man, I don't yeah. know what they call it for the Dresses? Yeah. So they, is, it, hmm. is this definition mm-hmm. like they went corporate, basically? I don't know. No, I, I think, well, know. we asked the girl. She just said that it was a lot cheaper than, because I guess they were buying those dresses and stuff from Germany and having yeah, them Yeah, they said it was over. hard to get them. They're handmade. It was taking, yeah. like, way yeah. too long to get them in. That's because it's the authentic. But I, I hope oh, I hope yeah. they bring that back. Because, I mean, that does take away from the authenticity of. The charm of that place. The German charm. Yeah. So. So. I get it though. They're trying to stay in business. That shit was probably expensive. But then you know, with the Corona and all that yeah. shit, yeah. So hey, you gotta yeah. do what you gotta do. I Let's talk it. about um, the glassy-eyed, um, maybe a little smiley, happy people that showed up after the German restaurant was was done. I know you guys polished off a couple of liters of beer, <laughs> and I was looking at all you guys, and you, you guys are like, oh y'all, y'all, y'all are feeling good. The smiles everywhere. Just, we did leave there feeling good. Yeah. Glassy yeah. died and all that good two stuff. Two and a half liters we had. Two and yep, a half two liters. And a half, yeah. yeah. John, I love, John was sitting there. He's like, the ground's moving from underneath me. I don't know what's <laughs> happening here. He never even made it to my house. I, I was in your yard. Yeah. I saw you in the yard and didn't see you in my house, though. Well, I love drinking out of those big, big glasses, right? Steins. Called Steins, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But a, a liter Stein, just holding out in your hand and just chugging it, a good dark beer. Dude, that was so good. You feel like yeah. a man. Yeah. But you feel yeah. like you have to drink it a little bit faster because they get warm. They do get warm. Yeah. And they don't serve them super cold to begin with. No. No, no it's served at the it's correct true. temperature. I right, think. right. Yeah. But, no, they, they actually brought that up. I was watching on Facebook. They they posted the little video of the whole renovation. And they said one of the complaints they got was that people thought that their beers weren't served cold enough. And they said, well, this is the temperature you're supposed to serve these beers. So, like, the middle ground was they were going to serve it in, like, a cold mug oh i saw that they had a I new don't know if that frosty really makes, mug thing yeah mm-hmm. i don't know if that really makes a difference yeah that frosty I, mug won't be 55 degrees in yeah i don't 10 know 10 seconds that, that i think uh, they need to soak that mug in some liquid nitrogen and just let that thing get down to like sub-zero so when the beer the hits it freezes like, to your hand yeah. i don't i don't know man like th- that little german that, mitts to hold it well, honestly, <laughs> i honestly had no complaints the dunkel right that's what we had yep we uh, yeah, that's one of the ones we had the, the warsteiner uh dunkel yeah really good by the way if y'all are if y'all, if y'all don't know about it's a German, I believe, beer or Austrian beer. I think it's mm-hmm. German. Uh, but if you get a chance to try it, try that one. It's really good. Yeah. yeah if you were in Houston or any, you know, anywhere in the area, go check that place out. It's good. So is the uh, car wash still still there? Or? Oh, that's been gone for a while. It's been right? gone? I haven't been there in a minute. Yeah. So Yeah, if you, you guys probably don't know, but that's how this whole thing started. Is They started as a car wash, and then on Thursdays, so they were giving out a free, yeah. a free sausage or something if you yeah. got your car washed, and it just... Ruined this. Yeah. Awesome yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's a tribute to how great 
you know, the United States, uh, the great America that we live in, and if somebody can start a freaking car wash and offer like some some sausages and build like this freaking empire that they they serve. <laughs> right. You know the the authentic German food and in the beer We've and all that stuff like that. A couple locations too. It's got to be now good they, though. That's the thing. Exactly, it has to got be good. Got to be good. But you got to work hard. That's, and then yeah. now that's branched out to a couple of locations. Uh, I think in the greater Houston area. The Heights. Is, I think they got a new one. Yeah, the Heights is mm-hmm. phenomenal. I, yeah. All right. Well, shout out to King's Beer Garden. Man. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. cool. Local yeah. sponsor of the Grabbing the Brisket <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Thank you guys. Soon, baby. Soon. We, they but, only feed us in Schnitzel and uh, <laughs> exactly. some uh, German nice beer. second beer reviews. Get some, get some Bud Light, and I will visit your establishment <laughs> more often. Yeah. I promise. Schnitzel was a bomb, though. Dude, that pork <laughs> schnitzel was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. I used to love winter schnitzel, man, in Lubbock. Lubbock, Texas had the winter. I mean, you know. I guess all the area. Those are hot. That's a hot dog stand. Yeah, it is a hot dog stand. <laughs> Jeez. But the Wiener Schnitzel was the best. Okay. Okay. That's his favorite German restaurant. <laughs> but it's the name. It's a, what, what is Schnitzel? They, are, they serve chili dogs, brother. What is Schnitzel? Sausage. It, yeah, it's more like a. It's like a fried, uh, like a. It's like, like a, a pounded pork, piece of meat. It's a yeah. pounded piece of meat, like a cutlet, like a pork chop yeah. or something. Pork, that they pounded out chicken cutlet that's pan fried, breaded. It's not a wiener. It's the place is called Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get chili on everything, even in your drink. Love it. Pretty much. <laughs> Just like in and out. So, <laughs> so or, or this past weekend, I was, we were, I was watching MTV, and before I go off on my rant about MTV, but I was watching MTV, and it, it was the MTV classic. So I love how they, they've designated a classic classics to where they actually show music videos oh. i'm like you pieces of crap it's <laughs> like i remember back in the day mtv was just like music videos and it's my me, me coming off a little like oh you're old blah mm-hmm. blah blah yeah exactly hey fuck you guys <laughs> but who's the oldest motherfucker in this room right. you talk about like the the i'm gonna say garbage the, the trash tv that mtv's putting out there i don't watch it I don't. I mean, if you put music videos on there, I'll watch it all day long. It could be new music videos. I will watch it. Great. But anyways, I I was watching it. I think it was retro pop, whatever. And they they I guess it was Sir Mix a lot. Mm. Baby got back. Came Love on. it. I was like, boom, that's my jam. There we go. And I'm <laughs> sitting there watching the the video. I think Jan was there. I think uh, Amy. Uh, uh, I think Alden's wife might have been there. Or whatever. So it was going. We're watching. Baby got back. And I was like. Okay, I love this right now. I'm watching the video. I'm like, it's taking me back. But I'm then again, I'm like, I'm actually watching the video. I'm like, hmm, I don't remember this video being the same as it was. This video ain't hitting as hard as it was hitting when I was like, maybe going through high school or whatever. And I'm looking at all these girls. I'm like, something smells rotten in Denmark here. Something doesn't add up. None of these girls have back. (laughs) Really? None of them had a booty. If you go back and look at that, this might be. Hey, for the people that are listening that want the barbecue talk, hey, it's coming. But none of these <laughs> girls had booties. I'm like, I don't know why I said it like that, right? Booties, booties, booties. <laughs> booties. I mean, if you gotta say it, you gotta right. say it. And I'm like, no. all right. And then went through the whole music video. I was like, I mean, love the song, but all... I was like, I feel like I just been lied to my whole freaking, uh, not childhood, but my uh, younger youth. Yeah, like, I, I like... mean. Sir Mixlock lied to everybody because he doesn't like a round thing in his face. 
he likes skinny skinny girls. <laughs> That's what he likes. That's basically what his video said. Yeah. Because I mean, hmm. I don't know. Because he said. 34, 24, whatever, 36. Only if you're five three. That means he likes it thick. Yeah, but you see all the girls in the video. You didn't see any of the video. Yeah, they weren't that in the video apparently. So no. I tell you what, I'll reach out to him. We'll have him on the show next week. We'll ask him all about it. That's we nice should. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll grill that. him. We'll love grill it. him about that shit. And MTV mm-hmm. sucks. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Screw MTV. So the other weekend we were over at Jan's house, and Jan, like, kudos to you, man. You threw down, dude. The the breakfast, the pancakes. The sausage, the bacon, the tacos that you produce—super awesome. Yeah, thank you, man. But I, yeah. I cooked that shit. Well, I cooked the potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> kind but of. But one thing, <laughs> one question arose. One, one, one question popped up that that had a couple of people kind of like debating. Either you do it this way, or you do it this way, and I, I'm going to ask you, and I'll put it out to the people, and ask the people that are uh, the people that are listening along. Does syrup belong in the refrigerator or does it belong in the pantry like like pancake syrup pancake syrup refrigerator no pantry yeah pantry no i'm not i'm not gonna put cold ass syrup on a hot pancake. that's what makes it taste so good and it makes it thick it's not good it's yeah really i don't good. have any issue really with it being cold because i i would put cold ketchup on my shit or mustard or whatever else mm-hmm. i just i don't know yeah syrup's a pain in the ass to get out already so if it's like Freaking cold. It's, yeah, it's too much work. And it's thick. Know. Yeah, exactly what I'm saying. It's it, like it is thicker, but it's, you're, you're missing the point here. So hey, go home and try it. I, I, mean, I, really, I really tell you to do this because what happens if you put a cold syrup on, it doesn't just flake and run right into your pancake, right? It doesn't like to have flake, but it doesn't just absorb, absorb. It, absorb it into your pancake or run right off your pancake, right? It stays right where you put it. It sits on top. As, as it warms up and it butter's melting at the same time, everything kind of goes into it. It's just... Makes it better. But does it? It does. I so, don't know. Both ways. so you're telling me cold yeah. syrup and What did your kid say? Butter. So one, the butter will melt, but the cold syrup will heat up at the same time. Yeah, the, it gets the pancakes that hot? Yeah, it comes right off the grill. Um Get out of here. what did your kid say? No, she's traumatized now. She's the best pancake she ever had. Well, why don't we ask the experts from the International House of Pancakes how they do it? I'm pretty sure they do either room temperature or they actually warm it up. I don't tell you guys. Okay, I I do understand and I do see Chan's point about the, the butter even has to be warm for me. I do see about the 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 syrup itself when you put warm hot syrup on a pancake, it just sits there and just glides off the pancake and it ends up on the side of the pancake it just pulls up correct i think it absorbs it absorbs no. some, will, some, will, some absorb. will and then the part that doesn't you just, just you just you have to scoop it. into it. absolutely right. oh my god right now i'm hungry but what if the pan? what if the syrup is just still there on top of the pancake yep and you don't have to scoop into it, it just stays there let's well, be honest there's no freaking difference it's going to be the same either way it's no, going to taste uh, the same yes also if you fry your pancake in baking grease Right and get a really good crispy edge, mm. and whatever else that actually helps uh, keep the syrup, the cold syrup, on there as well. These are tips and tricks that I've been doing for years mm-hmm. that have really made me the best pancake maker. Well, that's why I you're mean, so are, well are known you guys for your ready pancakes. For the, the expert advice on the syrup now. Sure. You uh, put the syrup on the plate first, and then you put the pancake on top of it. Wow. Matt, you're a freaking genius. And then you don't have any running or anything. It's boom right there. Mm, I like it. But now then you, you got blow your mind. What did you have? Then you got dry ass pancakes sitting on top. No, you flip it yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, if you put the syrup on top, then 
the bottom of the pancakes dry. So if you put the syrup first, then you put the pancake on top, you still have one dry side, nope. no matter what. That's not how you do it. You, you dip and flip. You put it on top. You no, can flip you, if you want. You put it on top, and then you there. cut it. And then when you take, when you cut into the your pancake and take a bite of it, then you dip the, that part on the top of your pancake as well. And you have both sides. Boom, eat it. I'm going to put this out on our social pancake. media. Put it out. Pancake's not we'll supposed to be We'll put it out there, guys. Hey. It should just be on what's on there. Syrup. Do you put it in the fridge or do you put it in the pantry? And we'll go a little bit farther and we'll I put it out like there. I feel like this uh, podcast is going to break up after this conversation. What, today. what other <laughs> condiment? This is going to be bad. What other condiment do you think that probably people either put in the fridge or put in the pantry? Butter. What about, what about honey? You leave butter out? I believe a I believe, one stick of butter out in a dish. Yep. The rest of it's in the I'm okay fridge. with that. Yes. Yeah. Cover in a covered dish. If I walk in the kitchen and that dish is uncovered, I throw it away and put a new one in. Clean it out. That just grosses me out. Or what about eggs? Well, it depends. If it's like fresh eggs and you have a chicken in your backyard, then yeah, you're supposed to leave them out. If I buy them at the store, they're going in the fridge. Hmm. That's about it. Ketchup. What if you buy the no, uh, chicken no at the store? My, uh, I, You don't put it in the fridge? Nope. <laughs> yeah, neither does Aunt Tony. Ketchup. So we have two at our house. One that's in the fridge and one that's not. What? Ketchup. Yeah, it goes in the fridge. Yeah, that's what I say. So it's mustard she, yeah, and she argues that, well, Why? they don't leave it in the fridge at the restaurant. I'm like, that's because they're clearing out a bottle or two a day. You know, they're going right. through it. Another so weird, I'm, another, not, okay. I'm not agreeing with Jan, but I do like dipping hot fries into cold ketchup. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Huh. So does uh, hot pancake and cold syrup. That's <laughs> <was> different. <laughs> okay. You guys can't see me rolling my eyes, Let's but it just agree happened. to disagree. But great it went topic. all the way around yeah. in John's skull and came back around. All right, right. I'm going home. This yeah. is this is I this do is think nonsense. It's, I think it's a fun topic. Uh, so we'll we'll put it out to the people. Yeah. Let them uh, decide. Do, yeah, I actually do like um, combination of gravy and ketchup. Hot gravy, cold ketchup. It's it's very very good mm. on the same French fry. Is that a southern thing, mixing gravy with ketchup, or is that just an Alden thing? I've never heard know. that in my life. Really? So. <laughs> Let me try it. I've heard ketchup and mayo, but I've never heard of that. Mayonnaise is another thing. Yeah, I was going to bring up mayonnaise, but... It's got to go in the fridge. No. What is wrong with you? It doesn't have to, is what I'm saying. I not. put it in the fridge because I like to have the mayonnaise cold. It does But it won't go. go bad. Well, nothing has to go in the fridge, but things should... Yeah, these, uh, like, especially Hellman's, I mean, it's not made with egg anymore, so it's it doesn't, well, I mean, not, a lot of mayonnaises aren't made with egg, so it does not have to be refrigerated. Yeah. Unless you're, like, making it yourself. So we all know that lawsuit that happened between the old lady and McDonald's to where she spilled coffee on herself and ended up suing McDonald's and winning a bunch of money. So I think we referenced this earlier on one of the podcast episodes but i thought i'd go a little bit more in detail and get your guys thought about this whole process because apparently this thing's pretty warranted so from what i found out or what i've read and researched at that time mcdonald's actually served their coffee at 180 to 190 degrees <laughs> It's almost like two two twelve is boiling. It's right? almost almost boiling. almost boiling. And at this particular time, I think they had a bunch of people complaining and getting burnt and all that stuff. Like have a lot of like complaints that were lodged against McDonald's, but they didn't do shit. They're like, hey, I don't, whatever. So, it, according to McDonald's, why they and they knew the coffee was hot. 
according to, to McDonald's, why they kept it that hot was to keep people from getting refills. The free refills, <laughs> right? Yeah, free refills. Because if they kept it hot enough, it would take you longer to drink it, and then by that time, you're you're out of there. You're piecing out. Hmm. So well, that's messed up. Right? Coffee can't be that expensive anyway. It's all profit, right? I would assume. I mean, I guess when you have a billion restaurants, yeah, but they're making up. like millions of dollars a day on coffee. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't think it's going to cut into their their well, profits that much. But think about it. It well, it could it could it would cut their profits for sure. A little bit, but at the expense of burning your customers. Seriously. Okay. Well, okay so. So it, this this lady that got into the lawsuit, they end up uh, she ended up winning, and I mean they had, which is a mountain slide of evidence against McDonald's, and they're like, okay, they're like, oh, we're gonna pay out. So the judge awarded this lady, I think, three point two million dollars. Do you know how he came up with that sum, three point two million dollars? No, no. It was the amount of coffee sales in one day with McDonald's <laughs> in that particular. I guess year. Wow. Huh. Well, I bet they're making a lot more than that now. I am yeah. sure they are. So, so three point two million. So yeah, let's say they're 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 doubling their 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 coffee consumption, right? But only only getting charged for the first charge. They could be so three point two million profit. They could be making, you know, a million dollars profit a year in whatever or a million and a half. Yeah, I don't think it would have been that drastic. No, maybe not. But yeah. Now, didn't the lady put that coffee like in between her legs to yes. drive away, and it spilled on? So, is she not a fault a little bit? Who puts like gets a fresh cup of coffee and puts it right between her legs? Mm. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it was that she got burnt. I think it was the degree she got burnt by it. Like it was way too hot. Yeah. Yeah. Did she get hot and bothered? She got paid, so she got. It. <laughs> <laughs> but at what expense? I wish that had been like yeah. Ken Folk or a family member. Like, dang, we're rich. Look at us. <laughs> Guarantee she's probably broke now. We're in the money. But that's she's probably dead now. That yeah. started a whole bunch of other lawsuits like well, I'm gonna go over here and test the taste of this coffee. Test the heat of this coffee. Well you're looking for loopholes at that. Right, right. Look, People let's go for see handouts. What, yeah. Let's go see if Burger King's coffee temperature is at Ugh, I spilled it all in my face. Yeah, how many people right. after that were just dumping coffee on themselves? Right. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why when you go anywhere now you get cold coffee. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. That's actually funny. I actually never even thought about that, to be honest with you. As far as, to me, it sounds frivolous. I've, I feel like coffee's hot. And had it been served at 150 degrees versus 180, we'll be talking about this, you mm-hmm. know? Um, right. It's, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Of course, it'll burn you. It's just probably the degree that yeah, she got burned, exactly. right? I, yeah. I get a coffee maker at home, and it puts out like Keurig or whatever you call it. The, uh, yeah. Little, the bun, the well, an espresso. We, we, we got a Keurig. The damn thing brews some hot-ass coffee. That water's piping hot i feel like suing my wife every time she makes coffee i'm like damn it i'm suing you (laughs) imagine that imagine going to a hotel you know not you personally but having people complain at a hotel because the the water is too hot you know what i mean like well you know introduce more cold water to this thing you know common sense comes into this fucking thing man there's some dummies out there that are just looking to make dough I wouldn't necessarily call them dummies. Right. I mean, well, that's true too. They are savvy. They're they're they know what they're doing. They're, they're, they what they're doing. That is true. But yeah, there's people that complain about water being too hot, like at the ho- at hotels or whatever. 
Turn some what, more cold water on, dude. What movie was that? What show was that? A movie or show where the dude slips in the, uh, he slips in the uh, the store, right? The store, the floor's wet. There's no like. That would up. be Friday. Friday? Is that about? Is that Friday? I'll settle out of court my right bite. now. And he went over there, yeah. Right, right. Twenty dollars and a forty. It's hilarious. We'll Chris sell Rock? out of court. Yeah. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Classic. That's hilarious. Hey, let's mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about steak. Let's slide into our steak series. Series. Never going to get old. Series. Trademarked. So last week we discussed some fun facts about steak. Kind of a brief rundown of the most popular cuts of steak. So one, the most popular cut of steak uh, comes from the loin area of the cow. So if you guys are, that are following along, it's kind of like the lower backs. Like so, if a cow would just like jump up on its hindquarters and decide to like walk on all all Hoofs. twos or whatever, <laughs> what do we say? It's the lower back. Yeah, lower back. Okay. Yeah, just above the butt. So, and the round area, which is kind of the lower hip area. And then, I mean, honestly, like technically, you can cut a steak out of any muscle in the cow. So, I mean, it, we've seen, what, tri-tip steaks and right. uh, roasts and pretty much any roast, uh, you can probably cut it into a steak. So, we won't go into that. I mean, obviously, you can do that. But we'll just go with like a brief rundown on just the... The, the, the popular cuts right. of steaks. The cuts you should be eating. The cuts the that you should be eating, correct. So first on the list, T-bone. And I, the syllabus that I put out to these guys, that they, they can sit there and study and learn this information or whatever, <laughs> uh, is T-bone versus porterhouse. And we kind of discussed it a little bit last week on what the difference is. Right. And there's a little bit of a difference as far as where this particular steak comes from so if you look at the the loin area of where this cow comes from there's a point side which is like heading is like pointing towards the head mm-hmm. and there's a fatter side which is pointing to the uh butt so the t-bones come from the the point side so that's the very beginning of this cut of steak right closer up towards the head closer towards the head and as you start cutting into it you start getting into the porterhouse, which gets a little bit more further into that tenderloin. I gotcha. That you guys see when you see these massive porterhouses where it has the the strip steak on one side and then it has the massive like tenderloin on the other side. Right. So right. Yeah. if you're at the grocery market, the the grocery store and you see these steaks and they're they're reasonably priced, pick them up, dude. You will not be disappointed. Do you think the uh, T-bone steak was hyped up by IHOP doing the T-bone steak and eggs thing? No. You sure? I, I think it's the only time. Up, I think that's the only time I ever had T-bone was at IHOP. Why? You're probably right. I mean, well, I mean, I know they they we used to cook them all the time. I love T-bones for the 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 meat that's right up against the bone. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> it is so freaking flavorful, and it, if you cook it right, it could be so juicy and flavorful. Hands down, I mean, it's hard to beat. Uh, not to mention, after you've finished that, then you can fashion that bone into a, a self-defense <laughs> right. weapon to uh, protect you against other invading animals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just... <laughs> 
going a little bit off. I mean, you can't do that with a ribeye. I You've mean, been watching too much Law Abiding Citizen. Yeah. You remember that movie, Gerard Butler? Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's pretty much the T-Bone and Porterhouse in a nutshell. I mean, you guys, I mean, try it out for yourselves. We'll we'll slide on. We'll we'll move to the next steak. What do we got, guys? I, 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 can we go back for a second? Because I mean, yeah, like, two things we'll address here. One mm-hmm. is yes, the T-bone is a good steak. I mean, all steaks are good steak, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say that. However, if I'm there's no way in hell I'm going to compare a porterhouse and a T-bone in the same family. It's not happening. <laughs> I, I like not, they look the same because they're they're boned in the, the same way, whatever else. And I get that, but. I'm buying the porterhouse all day long. Well, of course, it's better. But it's got more tenderloin, but they are in the same family. It, I mean, they're very similar. It comes at a cost. Yeah. Yeah. One has the filet and a New York strip. One and the other costs one has more a than sirloin the other. and a... What's, 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 the, what's the T-bone have? A sirloin? It and has a strip. It just doesn't have as much of the filet on it. Pretty much, it comes from the same portion of the cow. So you imagine this big, huge, just like muscle with yeah. the T-bone. The first couple of cuts is going to be T-bone, and as you start getting back into here, you're going to get into the porterhouse, which is going to have a larger selection of the filet. Yeah, way better. But and you get into that that section of the cow, then now you're talking about like a pretty penny. You're, you're going to pay a little bit more for people that probably maybe might be on a budget or cannot afford uh, to pay that extra couple of dollars a pound. On getting a couple of porterhouses, maybe they might opt to get a, a nice-looking T-bone or whatever. No, I, I get that. I'm not, yeah, I, I understand that. I, I thought maybe we were like, okay, well, if you get a chance, get you get either one of them, check them out. I'm like, no, get, get the porterhouse. You're, you're going to love it. Well, true, true. Uh, and then the other thing was, did you see IHOP actually made the, the T-bone famous, Alden? Is that what you said? I, I don't know. I asked steak question. Steak and eggs have been out for like, not from IHOP. I asked Steak and eggs have been out forever. I, I only heard it. From IHOP, though. Yeah, but they, they serve those paper-thin ones, right? They're like... Half like, an inch of us? Not even, yeah, half an inch all the way across. Yeah, had it not been for IHOP, I wouldn't know what a fucking T-bone is. Really? <laughs> I Damn. think. I don't know. <laughs> I love this Damn. guy. Okay. I haven't stuck my head up a fucking cow's ass to see where, where, the, where, where the all the shit comes from. Yeah, where the butcher... So I take, I'll take the, the butcher's word for it. Right. So. Right, thanks, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, thanks. One of my favorite movies is... Uh, what's the uh, Cowboy Way? It's got Woody Harrelson and... Um, Keith. Key for Sutherland. Sutherland. Key for Sutherland. Yes. So they go into New York and they go into a fancy like New York restaurant and they say sit down and order a couple steaks. They're like, hey, and then the waiter comes over and he's like, how would you like those steaks prepared? And I think it was Woody Harrelson's character was like, you mean cooked? And the, <laughs> the waiter was like, uh, my apologies, sir. Yes, uh, I should have said cooked instead of prepared. How would you like those steaks cooked? And he was like, well, just knock his horns off and wipe his old nasty ass and just sit it on the plate. <laughs> I will give your instructions to the chef just as you told me. And it walks off. You guys can imagine how I would like my steak. I eat raw brisket. You know what I mean? So I love my steak. Just about as blue as it can get. But there is a such thing as too raw. Yeah, not cooked. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to argue that. <laughs> and I don't know what that is yet. Alden has not found that. I have not found it yet. Alden's done <laughs> five years before that parasite finally takes him down. Right. Mm-hmm. We, always, we always been talking. There's probably a lot of people out there that are listening. Um, uh, our, our Granny Ruth, when, when she would cook, 
and she would season whether it's ground beef, mostly ground ground beef, uh, in order to taste and like you seizing the ground beef before you start cooking with it. So she would salt pepper, and then she would take a pinch off of the ground beef and eat it to taste to see if it had enough salt or didn't have enough salt because I mean you can't before it was cooked before it was cooked. Mm. Alan's over here drooling. Yeah. Wipe that off your lip, man. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean that, that's how the, the uh, that's how the people did it back in the day. It's like that's how you told that's how you were able to find out if it had enough salt or uh, enough seasoning. You just had to give a little taste to it before you put it on the grill because once you're cooking it, I mean, there's you can't do anything with it. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what, if I if I had mm-hmm. fresh meat. Fresh I mind ground. doing that. Yeah. But I'm not buying Kroger hamburger meat and eating that no, stuff we didn't. raw. We, we lived in a real small town. so <laughs> it, it was a small town, and they, they we got fresh processed you yeah. know, ground yeah. beef and steaks and all that stuff like that. So They were just knocking the horns different. off, wiping the ass, and grinding it up. <laughs> exactly. Much. Pretty much. I either have a 175-foot uh, tapeworm in my body, or I'm okay. So I don't know. That's yet. why you're so thin. Maybe. <laughs> I need one of those. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about the uh, the... I don't remember where I've heard this from. I, I've always heard like the let's talk about let's talk about the Philip Mignon. Yeah, the Philip Mignon. The Philip Mignon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you is. go to a steak restaurant, just ask for a Philip Mignon. <laughs> They'll know what you're talking about. Mm, yeah, exactly. Actually, talking about the filet mignon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. That's actually right. a French Thank word, you. isn't it? John, a uh, bust them up with some knowledge. Mm, yeah, that's a French word. It actually, means tender filet or fine filet. I don't know if you guys knew that. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. That, that's mm-hmm. nice. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a uh, cut of beef taken from the smaller end of the tenderloin. So, the uh, the psoas major muscle. Wait, what what muscle is it from? Psoas. So so as. Okay. Psoas. 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 Major muscle in the cow. It's a it's a major muscle in the cow. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. This is so funny. I feel like when you're saying this, like psoas. So what he's trying to say, it's it's. I'll spell it. It's P S O A S, major uh, muscle, and that's that's definitely. They uh, know. Don't dumb yeah. it down for them. Yeah, I feel well, like the P is probably silent. Yeah. Right. So that's why I said so S. I thought it was a typo. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna ask Jess about it. She'll probably tell us exactly so which how, muscle how, where how it is. How often do you guys eat mignons? Not often. It's extremely rare. Not often at all. Yeah. And when I do, it's like that little pre-made one you get that's bacon wrapped. Right, and it's it on clearance for like $2. Yeah. yeah, whenever it's like on super sale is the only time I ever have a flame. Yeah, right. so I don't ever. Like we normally flag. charge about $16, uh, now about $20 a pound. But this is about to go rancid. We're going to knock this <laughs> down to chuck prices. And then you get in there, like scoop that shit up. I'm cooking it right now. Psh, yeah. psh, out in the parking lot. <laughs> right. Calling the wife on the way home. Fire up the Weber. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if price was an issue, then I would only be eating the steak on the next category we're talking about. Well, wait, ribeyes. Matt, go ahead and talk about the next category. What yeah. do we got? So ribeye comes from the rib portion of the ribeye. cow, and it's typically cut. Uh, the tip cut typically comes from the best center portion or the eye of the entire rib steak between ribs six through twelve. Mm-hmm. I actually mm-hmm. did not know that. Yeah, you don't want ribs part. five. I mean, or it makes sense. It's, the rib eye yeah. is like the. Yeah, the eye, yeah. right? Uh, which, which basically, what we talked about this once before already. I think James, we talked about this was that's that's where meat is graded from, right? Once they sample or, or look at the ribeye, the ribeye. Yeah, yes. Jess, Jess told us exactly which rib it was. They'll grade the yeah. beef yeah. of the cow 
off the ribeye. That's right. Yeah. How so, many ribs does a cow have? Um, 23. More than... On one side. More than 12. Right. Right. At least 12. <laughs> 23? I made that up. I have no they idea. They have at least 12 ribs Uh-oh. per yeah, side. If it went for price, I would eat nothing but ribeyes. <laughs> I don't know what about Let you Let me ask you. Would you do a choice ribeye or a prime uh, New York strip? Give me that choice ribeye. Choice ribeye. Choice ribeye. Yeah. Is this me, a, no- I would, is this a Nolan Ryan? Is it me or <laughs> there? There's a lot of goodness come from that rib area, right? Yeah, right. I mean, you get the rib eyes, you get the uh, you get the short ribs, you get the beef ribs. Oh, those beef ribs. Oh, I mean, that's just a lot of greatness just rocking yeah. right there in that that section right mm. there. So hey, thank you, cows. Props to that cows. Right. Cows. I had a ribeye just now before coming over this episode. Cook some ribeyes. Uh, cow has uh, thirteen ribs. Thirteen right, ribs. That's what he said. Thirteen ribs. Yeah. yeah. So six through twelve. Good. Six is through thirteen. Where they get the Not good. Yeah, you don't want that thirteenth rib. rib at the very end, I wonder if it's just because the number thirteen. Maybe it's bad luck. I don't know. Uh, that yeah, is yeah they always throw that, that one it. away. That yeah. 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 Jesus. Yep. Yep. I like that. All right. So we get into the last. Well, not last portion. Whatever. It's just kind of the selecting of steaks so i'll go through this you guys jump in so picking out the perfect steak is going to come down to your own preference obviously so and one of the things is like okay so cost does play a huge role in deciding which steak you're going to reach for right so right now i mean i i mean i'm living comfortably you know i you know i i've worked hard to get to the where i'm at right now so i could probably afford go grabbing a ribeye steak or two or whatever but i remember probably 10 years ago where i'm like shit maybe i just go and grab that like maybe i need some ramen noodles sirloin or that whatever the (laughs) grocery store is offering on the cheap bin what's on sale What's on sale and just is scooping that thing up there and just lightly kissing that thing with heat um, and then uh, calling it dinner, you know what I mean? But uh, it, obviously it's up to you guys. So one thing you need to look for is what, Jan? Marbling? I mean, when you go to pick out a steak, what are you looking for? If you're not worried about price? If you're not worried about price. Uh, and, and you've already picked out the, the kind of steak you want to eat, right? You've already correct. said, like, I'm going to have a, a strip or I'm going to have a ribeye or I'm going to have whatever. Yep. Yeah, so I think right there you look at marbling. Like I, I don't really look at uh, prime versus choice. Uh, I, really don't, I really don't ever look at select steaks, to be honest with you. Um, but I will thumb through both sections, and I'll find the one that I like the best. So, but the marbling will be something that you look at. It would be like probably trying to – how would you describe that? I mean, I just – you want the whole thing to be really fatty, but you want, you want to have a good layer of – of striations of fat running through the meat. Right. You don't want big chunks of fat. You want little, little striations. It's a little different than brisket uh, striations you're looking for, but yeah. Right. Same kind of thing. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. So marbling is going to equal flavor and it's going to probably equal a little bit more tenderness and a little bit more moisture. Yep. And then forgiving when cooking. Yep. Correct. So, uh, and one thing we kind of learned with, uh, Jess, uh, follow along with Jess Prowls. Uh, and guys, if you haven't checked out the interview that we did with Jess Prowls, go back a couple episodes and check out the interview with her. Uh, and also we, man, I mean, shit was badass. <laughs> uh, but sh- she mentioned like the, the, the redness. You also want to look like the redness of the steak, right? I mean, you're not picking up like a brown steak or something that's like red. It's like a light red, just t- 
about to turn brown or whatever. You're not picking that if up, If it's right? turned brown, but it's got that 50% off still sell sticker on I'm buying it. <laughs> You're like <laughs> contemplating, like, uh, has that been deprived of oxygen for a while? I, I don't know. So, I'm on a budget, sucker, so I guess to get that. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? They, so. say, like, we've been some through college. Like, we, we've, been, we've done some. Uh, we've done some stuff uh, that we guys. Uh, I wouldn't say proud of or whatever. Highly proud of it. But hey, we made we made it and we went. Uh, Jess taught us that there's a specific protein that's in steak that's called myoglobin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This gives the steak and any piece of beef its red color. So when you see the red steaks. It's not just like blood just sitting there coursing right, through right. the uh, the the piece of the meat, just whatever. It's this protein called myoglobin that produces this red color. Right, when you cut your steak open and that that stuff comes out, it's not blood. That juice that right. when you rest your steak and it just sits there and you got that pool of red juice sitting there, that's not blood. So people that are listening right now, I mean, tell your tell your friends, tell your family. We all got that one friend that. Nah, I'm gonna get that steak medium, or I don't like. I'm gonna get steaks. that well done, yeah. Or maybe medium well, but a little bit more on the well. I don't like the redness. I mean, yeah. I don't want the blood. I've actually got a barbecue fail tonight that goes along with this. So okay, sweet. So tell the t- tell them that hey, it's not actually blood. Blood's already drained out of the cow. So all this is is just a protein. It's a color that makes it look red. Knowledge dropped. Knowledge. Knowledge, Knowledge bombs. Thanks, Jess. Well, I mean, let me ask this real quick. Yeah. Uh, Bone-in or boneless? Do you guys have a preference on that since we're talking about picking out steaks? Ooh. I mean, I usually get ribeye, and I don't know if you can get a bone-in ribeye. I, I can. I yeah, I've, never, sure. I've never seen it. I yeah. prefer... I think it's steakhouses I've seen it, but I've never seen it like, at the yes, grocery correct. store. I prefer a bone-in ribeye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For the same exact reason that I mentioned earlier about T-bone, T-bones. I like nibbling them. If you get that cut mm. right up to the bone, mm-hmm. you're able to get that that flavor that that uh i mean yeah it's hard to describe it uh, uh for words or whatever but there's probably some science behind it or whatever but i feel like yeah when there's bone in and almost any cut of meat you get more flavor it just tastes better like oh, we were better. dogging on well, that flame they, they all had earlier. a bone on them and right? it's a little yeah. at some point and yes. it's a little bit more yeah. forgiving cooking if you have the bone with it hmm. yeah hmm. i may just be a some type of animal or lunatic but i love gnawing on the bone once it's all gone like, mm-hmm. I'm there's still meat and flavor on it. No. There's there's bone marrow in there too. Shit, I get it. All that shit's yeah. good. My basset hound does the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I agree, James. Uh, I it, it's kind of funny. I typically don't buy ribeyes or uh, steaks bone in. You don't see uh, them as much, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I I'll, I'll see them. I'll look at it, but I was like, I'll look at a. I like having that, that big fat cap on, on the ribeyes that, that wrap around, right? Mm-hmm. I, lo- I love that cap. And then I know you still get that with the bone-in ribeye. I'm not saying you don't or anything else, but sometimes I feel like it just you're taking away. Like that thing weighs something, and now you're charging more per pound for it. Like I'm paying for you the bone. You feel like you're paying for the bone? Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to pay for the bone. I'm like, take that bone out of there. So that's, I think it's why I do buy the um, bone-in or bone boneless ribeye or bone-out ribeye. So... That's my that's, that's my preference. Not to go on a side story or whatever, but I, I think I bought like a pork butt one time and I pulled it out and I went to the counter to the meat market and I was like, hey, can you cut this into pork steaks? Yeah, sure. No big deal. Goes back, packages up, brings it back to me, cutting a nice little, I think, one and a half inch 
pork steaks, delicious. I, the pork butt itself was like I maybe nine dollars or ten dollars. I look at the label; <laughs> it was like nineteen dollars. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I was like, hell no. Whoa, bro. It's a hell of a service fee. That is. I mean, <laughs> I know you you put it back there in that little saw and you like sawed it up and repackage it, but that's not like double the price worth, right? I was like, I. Like, of course, I bought that shit because I wanted to eat it, but I <laughs> oh. almost put it back. I was like, I had to put it back. Sold out. Put it back. You sold out. I, so that happened to me, but it was 23 bucks. <laughs> and I told the guy, I was like, hey, that's like like 11 bucks for the pork butt. And, he, and he's looking and he was like, well, it's uh, when we cut it or whatever else. But I think he changed the meat out. I think he repackaged it with, with pork steaks they already have back there and put the pork butt up, whatever. So I was like, I'm not going to buy this. Sorry. I was like, get back to yeah. the dude. I went right. back and grabbed a, a, a pork butt, I think. I was like, went home, grabbed your sales all. Right. Oh. <laughs> exactly. That's funny. I, th- I thought I was the only one. Nope. So, so now when you, when you buy those, do you, are you still paying that extra money? Yeah. Well, now they're starting to carry them already cut up where you can get those pork steaks. For nineteen ninety nine. I think no. you said yes. Oh, Definitely no. cheaper. Oh, okay. it's cheaper. Okay. Well, it yeah. should be. All right. And they used to be a, a freaking dirty ass cut of meat that where you can get, pick up super cheap, and that's why I used to buy that shit because I could buy it for like a whole pack of that stuff for like six bucks or seven bucks, and I can come home and I can sit there and try different seasonings and rubs that we're doing for our competition to sit there and try to figure out what tastes good with pork, so we can try to move that and have that translate over to our ribs. Mm-hmm. But now you want to start jacking the price up? I mean, mm-hmm. nope. No, thank you. Not, Not going to do watch. it. Not going to do it. I think that brings us to 90 second beer review. I liked it the first time. Can we do one more time? No, we're not doing <laughs> no. it one more time. We're let me, the first let me come in with a baritone <laughs> and just like. Yeah. Why are you ruining Matt, you're you... a little flat. I'll, I'll go higher next time. A little pitchy, Jan. We'll get it next time. <laughs> I hate y'all. Yeah. I really do. So what are we reviewing anyways? Yeah. Well, uh, let's tell you. We've got Flip Flop Pale Lager. This is from Galveston Island Brewing, which I think we've had some other of their stuff. Mm-hmm. Flip Flop. What? what? Flip Flop? <laughs> Flip Chunkla? Flop Pale Lager. I could write it down, but you're oh, looking I'm at looking the at the back of the yeah. can. I'm like, dude, does it not say flip flop? It <laughs> says flip flop pale over. lager. Yeah, they need okay. to, like arrows on the can that says turn me. This, this way. is the front. <laughs> the yeah. front's this way. So we've had a few of the of the Galveston, right? Beers? I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, Galveston Brewing or Galveston Island Brewing Company. Uh, it says we flipped a timeless German pilsner with a floral, fruity American uh, Simcoe dry hop. You heard that correct. It's Simcoe. I think we've had that before. And this is a 4.5% alcohol by volume, 23 IBUs. Mm. You know, Which I, means it's not that bitter? I don't know. No. I know it's be. a bitterness scale. I don't know where that falls. Does it go to 100? I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, the cans, yeah, I feel like a lot of these cans are getting the same type of, you're starting to see more and more of the same type of hops in each can and, and whatever else. Uh, it's It's... It's not a bad looking can. I think flip flop should have had something else on there. I think it should have had like some flip flops. Yeah, if you're, if you're coming from Galveston or something, that's hey, where it's brewed on the island. To be honest, I mean, it looks like grandmother's hutch that's uh, with a little le- like nightstand. <laughs> Does that look like uh, just legs? Just yep. 
It does. It's a wooden nightstand with flip-flops underneath it. It's actually one of those time, um, what do you call it? Like the little timer things you flip over and the sand falls through? Yeah. Oh, it's an hourglass. Hourglass, yeah. yes, I'm yeah. sorry. Yes, That's it's what it's supposed loaded. to be. Okay, so from the distance, it seemed a little bit different. So, yeah, it's, a, it's an hourglass that's filled with wheat. And hops on the other side, yeah. And if you turn the can around, it, ha- it comes out as hops. Yeah, if you flip-flop it. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I see together. what they're doing, but hey, it's... Pretty clever there, Galveston. I don't know. It's not a bad looking can. I don't think. No, it's not. It's not bad. I'm just, I'm just seeing a lot of these cans look the same way. Yeah. Sids is B O I. Yeah. Brewed on the island. Brewed on the island. That was super loud. Yep. Was. Yeah. Um. Let's taste it. Let's see what we yeah, have. Yeah. Let's here. do that. Hmm. Yeah. Smells a little citrusy. Smells <laughs> like shock top. <laughs> That's your go-to reference it is, for right? these. It's every one of them. It's nice. Very uh, crisp, very yeah. refreshing. I just bit the hell out of my tongue a second ago, and it's starting to swell, so I'm starting <laughs> to like talk like a little fat tongue or something. Keep biting it. It's weird. Yeah, it pisses me off, man. I'm so mad right now. It's pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, it's a solid little lager. It could have sure. something to do with the 500% humidity in here, but uh, this is uh, kind of refreshing. It is very refreshing. Yeah. We're literally standing even in a as, sweatshop. Even as hoppy <laughs> as it is, it's very but Yeah, refreshing. it's a little hoppy. Yeah. Is it hoppy? I'm not it, getting to any me it is. Yeah, it's a little hoppy. It's light on the hop. I mean, if you know I kind of am starting to favor it a little bit, it's kind of light on the hop. Yeah. This is a good beer. This is yeah. a good refreshing beer. I taste a rabbit jumping in my throat. I'm telling you. It's, it's not super hoppy, but there's definitely a little bit of hop in there. But you like it. I do like it. It's pretty refreshing. It is. Yeah. I mean. This is definitely the kind of beer you want to be drinking in the summer. Well, it's the kind of beer you want to drink when you're sitting in a sweatbox as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you're recording a podcast and it's 633 degrees, uh, this right. is the beer for you. Yeah. I, th- I think we saw like a demon jump out and, and run off on fire a second ago. Yeah, it was yeah. too hot. It was too hot for him. Yeah, this is a portion of the podcast where we solicit your what? fine patronage donations to what? help get us out of the sweat box that <laughs> right. we're in. Yes. Now, right. Listen. If you know a fan that doesn't make any noise, just... Tell us about that. That would be fantastic. I think There's the two right Dysons. Here. Are those quiet? Yeah, because they don't have a fan. There's no fan blade. Oh, crap. We need a Dyson. Let's go we and uh, we're going to start a... Uh, commercials and just have James in the back looking all pathetic. <laughs> in the yeah. arms of the angels. I love right. it. Yeah. <laughs> They're sweating everywhere. Yeah. Just, you, for 39 cents a day, you can help <laughs> this poor boy cool down. Let's get into some scores here. All right, Ooh. damn it. I'll go first. I'm going to give this one. Well, hold on, man. That's not fair. No. Wait, no. Why do you... I'm doing it. He's doing okay. it. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Yeah, go. I'm giving it a 7.4. Mm, I like it. I'm, I'm, that's a good 7.4. Like, yes. I would definitely drink this again. It doesn't have a whole lot of flavor, but it's just so damn refreshing. I think it has plenty of flavor. I think the flavor's right on point. Right. Uh, the, right? the, this, is, this is by far is way better than Shock Top, by the way. I'm right behind Matt. 90 seconds. Let's go. Okay. I'm right behind Matt. Seven, 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 three, seven, four-ish. I'm, I'm right there with Good you. score, Alden. Yeah. Good score. Mm. Okay. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit higher than that. I think it's super refreshing. It does have a nice little citrusy flavor. I think it's got a tiny bit of hops, but not nothing that will turn you off. I'm going to go like a 8.1. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. Sean, me and you are like wavelength right here. Boom, boom. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you called my people. My people called your people. We mm-hmm. got our scores together. I'm an eight one as well. There it is, eight one. That's fantastic. I, I cannot go any higher than the seven point one. 
That's still great. Hey, this is it, a great it's, beer. It's a delicious Alden's beer. Scored it higher than you. Yes, it's a good Jeez. beer. Yeah. It is, and it's cold. Yep, I don't get down to the hops a whole lot, but this is not super super hoppy, and I'm not getting that bunch of like bullshit like grapefruit. You know that citrusy grapefruit. Yeah. They they say it's fruity, but it's really not a fruity yeah. beer. Which is no, it, no, it's not this a fruity is, beer. This yeah. is pretty solid. It's pretty good. It's drinkable. Uh, I'll buy this. I would buy this tomorrow. Salute to you, Gallison. Gallison Island. He'll buy Bud Light. Uh, Wes, you tasted this. You want to jump in here and give a score? Come on over here, dude. What do you think? Delicious. <laughs> Eight point five. Okay, there it is. Like wow. right. Eight and a half. There All it is. Right. Yeah, way to he's, go. He's on point. All right. So. Overall, good beer. Probably going to be in the top Great 10. Great beer. Uh, maybe. maybe. Overall, maybe collective, I think we give it an 8.0. 8.0, that's pretty Ricky's That's pretty good car. average. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. Ricky's car. I think that's what it is. <laughs> hey, no rookie scores. No rookie last. scores this week, which is, uh, guys. Yeah, actually, is this the Golf first clap. time in a while? Golf clap. <laughs> it might yeah. be. Golf clap. Way to go. So, that concludes the 90-second beer review. Perfect. Mm. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Listen, guys, I, I love the intro and the outro for both of those things. Mm-hmm. I think we mm-hmm. nailed it. Yep. I think that we're getting better. I, I could actually see a demo tape coming soon uh-huh. or something. I, yeah. we, we should put one together. The maybe best year, uh, 90 seconds. Maybe submit it over to Rich O'Toole and see what he can do. As right. far as Get on that label. label. <laughs> What's the Buffalo yeah. something label? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I know we talked earlier a little about barbecue fails, and um, I love it. I'm not saying I love it, because, John, you're, you're a nice guy, and you do a lot of things right. Mm-hmm. I just love hearing some of the shit you do wrong. Well, let me just tell you first, this is not my personal fail, <laughs> asshole. This is something somebody sent in. Okay, okay. Those I, are okay, I do too. not fail, so. Right. Okay. Portion of the show where we get to the barbecue fails. Yes. Let's go, John. And, folks, if you have a barbecue fail or a barbecue win, or a barbecue recipe you want to share, send it in. Uh, we'll, we'll get you with the business here in a minute tell you where to find us, but we want to hear about it. So this came from, uh, actually, this came from someone anonymously. They said, do not mention their name. Uh, maybe their family listens. I don't I really know. But, Anonymous, uh, who could it be? That means the fake story. I be, don't think so, no. It might be it Mandy's dad. We're going we're gonna to guess who it is after John tells the story. All right, let's see. Okay. Okay. Uh, he says, not sure if this is a barbecue win or a barbecue fail, but I have to remain anonymous. Exclamation point, exclamation point, <laughs> exclamation point. Um, I had to cook fillets for my sister's birthday tonight. My sister and her DB fiance. I don't know what DB stands for. Douchebag. Probably. Oh, douchebag. Yeah. Debbie? Okay. Douchebag fiance. Don't like medium rare. This is always an issue for them. I always cook it too rare. I can't win and I do not actually care. LOL. So I normally cook everything. Oh, I'm sorry. So I cooked everything to 135 degrees normally. I stop at about 125. Uh, let them rest for 10 to 15 minutes in foil in a covered uh, foil covered pan. So they wanted to make sure that they were cooked and not rare. So they had me put them back on, and he felt like this was uh, committing animal cruelty. But he put them back on his Yoder at 550 degrees. Those steaks did not come off until they hit effing 204. Mm. <laughs> wow. That's way overcooked. Uh, yeah, please do not charge me for animal cruelty. I'm so ashamed of myself for letting such a beautiful prime filet go to trash. I said nothing to anyone. I didn't even talk shit. I cannot stand this guy. It's like they expect me to talk shit, period. So I just don't 
say anything and it drives them crazy. I just kept the peace. So it was kind of like I just sat there watching them eat this steak like it had fallen on the ground even though it hadn't. Uh, but they come out saying this is the best steak they ever had, like it was off the chain, so maybe this was a barbecue win. And, of course, the, cook, the, the steak he cooked for himself now, was epic. It's wow. a barbecue win for him because he got to witness craziness mm-hmm. and, and absurdity. Well, we don't know. Is it a him, her, uh, who's cooking that's steaks? A, that's a guy. Maybe. Right? Or a girl. Maybe. I don't know. It's anonymous. Okay, okay I'm sorry. When did you send that in? But we can all agree <laughs> that whoever's doing the cooking and the and you're cooking for your fiance, you probably should just run. No, no, it wasn't his fiance. It was his his uh, sister, sister and brother in law. Yeah. Oh, shit. or his sister's fiance. Sister's fiance. Okay, yeah. gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. The DB. Who was the DB? He was the DB. The cook was the DB. Oh, I, I don't think he referred to himself as a DB. I think he referred <laughs> to the sister's fiance as the DB. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I think, I think you just don't have him back over again. You're yeah. just like. Sometimes you don't have a choice, but I could tell that he felt bad about having to cook it as much as he did. Right, yeah. and then you probably was like, oh, "It's kind oh, of a, a you liked it." It's kind of a tricky situation <laughs> because so, I mean, we all have those family members that, "Hey, I want that steak done, well done." Right, I want the myoglobins cooked completely out. So remove right. all the myoglobins. So I, I would say it's a barbecue win for the guy that got to watch the train wreck. Right, it's a barbecue fail for anybody that tasted it and said it's the best steak they ever had. Yeah, maybe it is, but that's so weird. If it is, two hundred four is not a good steak. It's a that's great a brisket. <laughs> great brisket. That's yeah. a burnt steak. Uh, yeah. So I don't. That's a that's a weird one for me. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm congrats on them liking it. I'm sorry you had to go yes. through that. Hey, can, can you imagine going hey. to the restaurant and they're like, um, "Yeah, how do you like your steak?" I say, like, uh, "Yeah, two hundred four, please." <laughs> uh, talk to the chef. He'll know what I'm talking about. Can you make okay. sure you put a little uh, A one? Uh, on the side, right, right, right. Yeah, and ketchup. I tell you what. Next time yeah. they come over, they are not getting. They're not getting a prime steak. They're getting yeah. a select. Hey, how about chicken next uh, time? Yeah. Do you even <laughs> get? Right, right, do you right, even right, get right. any au jus at a two hundred four degree fucking no, steak? No, you get you dry. Uh, getting, you could have. Yeah, you could have poured a bag <laughs> of jerky on the plate. You get beef jerky. That's what you get. Steak actually breaks in half. So now you have steak fries that you can't use neither. You cut into it and it's like just turns to dust. That's. Not good. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's a good one, actually. That, yeah, that was the barbecue fail uh, for the week. Hmm. Okay. I love that. That's solid. I have a different yeah. barbecue sort of win. All right. Let's I go. got a new Fired Weber up. grill today. I say new. It's you not did. new. He did. I saw it. It's a used Weber grill, but it has the Coors Light logo on it. So it I'm stoked. <laughs> it looked tiny strapped in for, your uh, big-ass truck. It is, it's an 18. It's a 18 for 30 and a half bucks, inch. Right? 30 bucks. You can't beat that. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's cool. I'm I'm excited about it. I'm going to throw it in the camper and use it when we go camping. Yeah. FYI, nice. pro tip you guys, hey, make sure you're you're perusing your Facebook marketplace because there's people just giving away Dude, that's for real. Weber grills for like 30 bucks. Yeah. Yep. On there all the time. Any final thoughts there, James? I I have one last final thought and this might be a it's a little uh I'm getting choked up. Get a little choked oh, up, man. guys. It's okay. Um, Alton, hit him up the business. What's up, my dudes? It's been a long time since I've been able to say that. Uh, guys, you know the drill. Man, you can find us on Facebook, you know, all the Instagrams and Twitters and everything. I don't have to tell you guys what to do. You know what to do. But if you want to know, you know, Twitter, it's at Grab the Brisket. 
you know, Facebook and Instagram, both one and the same, at Grab em in the Brisket. And you can email us at our website is www. I mean, you can go on and search the merch. Search the merch. That's the best part. Search the merch. Buy some shirts. Buy me a shirt. Um, and yeah, it's www.grabthebrisket.com. And uh, like I say, you know, reach out to us, guys. We will respond to you. When I say we, I mean all of us. Um, John. Yeah, John. John. <laughs> Pretty much John. So. John and James. So, yeah. uh, like I say, guys, reach out to us. Um, we love the feedback, good, bad, and indifferent, and we will uh, we will reach out. So, there we go. Well, I love that album. And, and I, th- I think we should be posting, hopefully, uh, some more recipes and getting those on there as well. Uh, I think that we could probably, you know, we've, we've got some together already that we has haven't done or posted. Yeah, here we got right? some. Uh, the yeah. uh, SPG Plus it will be coming right. out probably in the next week or so. That's exactly. Right. So that um, one final thought before we leave is not really barbecue related or anything, mm. uh, but I've been doing a lot of soul searching here lately. Um, no, I that's not bit good. my freaking tongue again. That's not good. Good. No, <laughs> let's, uh, let your soul glow. So, my soul glow. Uh, <laughs> let's hey, see, we, we got okay, that comment that's so, coming too. So Jan has a soul. <laughs> so uh, I really feel like I'm probably suited uh, to maybe run for office one day or something. Um, what he's saying is he's full of shit. Well, what I'm saying is when we have to scrub some of these episodes going, going back, no. uh, because don't, don't say yeah, nothing. You don't listen. You may see my name on a ballot soon for for Congress or something for this district. Uh, I do want your vote and whatever else. We'll go from there. Anyways, um, yeah, that's that's all I was gonna say. Just, if you start listening to previous episodes, you start noticing that they're like Jan's not in it, or some of Jan's things have been or scrubbed num- clean number from the three. internet. Number hey. three, when you came out, said, "Yeah, I was smashed in number three. Right, I was smashed number three. <laughs> uh, shit, I gotta say, it, I gotta scrub this episode now. Uh, no, no, it's good. Uh, congressmen get smashed all the time. They don't care. That's very um, true. Yeah, I just, I'm just trying to get paid. That's all I'm trying to do. It's like, how, how can I just like do the less, least amount of work and get the most amount of money? That's it. Just run for office. Uh, you become a criminal. That. So, and just kind of sum that up. I think what it. Jan's saying is it. Go out there and vote for grabbing the brisket. That's right. Go out there to all your social media platforms, whether it's the gram, whether it's Twitter, Facebook. I mean, I don't even know. Do you guys still use Facebook? They're both one I don't the know same. what's happened. Mm. But they're, they're both, both one, one the of the same. same. So it's go true. out there, reach out to us, retweet our stuff, uh, and just, hey, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Boom. Lay the suckers. Lay Thank you. We've been great. Just grab them in the brisket.